0: Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome back to another installment of Heal Section. I am your pal, Rafa Sparza. I'm joined by my other friend, Mike what you, you only have one other friend? Well, you know, I try not to talk about all of my friends on air, so I try to make it seem like there's only one other person. And if you're listening to this and you listen to our spinoff, uh, Verbal Tap, then you know that Kevin's probably the only other friend that you conceivably think of me talking to, right? He's also getting very
1: upset with you that you just called... This, this, that, you just called Verbal Tap
0: the spinoff of yeah, this. kid, I'm endlessly entertaining. I keep you guessing. I'm making sure that people who listen to both don't get bored. If they listen to this and they think that we're the B-show, are we what? The Smackdown of the world? No. Is there going to be a you Smackdown h- 25? No. Just have to, you just have to believe. Exactly. Because let me ask you this. Is there going to be a Smackdown 25 after how bad Raw 25 was? Of course. you sure? They're not going to look at it and go like, oops, we fucked up. Never any more celebrations, guys.
1: No, they're only going to make it worse. They're going to do three venues.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what WrestleMania 2 did. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say. It goes back to the original form for hosting WrestleMania's at multiple venues. But it really makes me think, how did they do that? And how mean is that? And I feel that you have a personal vested interest as to how that went down.
1: I want to see how that Twitter feed would have gone down. I think that's the issue. <laughs> you know, I mean, if they had the tweets back in the old days of the Graps, yeah. <laughs> people would have said the same thing. They would have been mad about the $50 inflated ticket price.
0: I'm just excited about this. I love when people complain that they went to go watch a television screen for 850 bucks.
1: It's like just do, right? You're already doing that when you go to the show anyway. That's why I hate going to TV because I'm so spoiled. I'm like, I don't want to go to TV because I don't want to have to sit through like 20 minutes of it. Yeah. They put the did you know and there's almost a riot on the screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> I just love the idea. They put a did you know trivia up there. Still cold! The question isn't <laughs> no, even
1: Ma- that. The answer is always Matthew Perry <laughs> for life. For life.
0: So sending all back by the way. Friends, I want to ask you this. And again, now I'm saying plural friends if you guys are noticing, Matthew Perry reference, top of the show reference, keep up with me kids. <clears throat> the thing I'm asking you right now is what went wrong? Was it just the fact that there was two venues? Was it the fact that they had a lot of talent that they didn't know what to do with? Or is it the hyper nostalgia train of just kind of throw the shit they like at them. I mean, I liked it
1: because I was at home, okay. first of all. I, mean, I think what's wrong is the expectations of everything. You know what I mean? They expected... and That's the thing we live in is this whole fantasy book and all oh, I could have wrote it better. You know what I mean? Which is going to segue into uh, the revamp of a whole another sports league. But while we're on the subject of Raw 25, um, yeah, everybody thought it was going to be... I thought it was kind of quirky that Stone Cold didn't even say anything. That's what people wanted the most. You know what I mean? I've oh been trying God. to like.
0: Her. I'm now just realizing Stone Cold said nothing and The Undertaker made words. That's what went wrong.
1: He should have just pointed at something at the Raw 25 <laughs> sign or the IcoPro <laughs> sign and kneeled at it and then bounced, right?
0: <laughs> the Undertaker's nonverbal communication is something we never really talk enough about. But, yeah, that's one of the best promos on Raw ever is when him
1: and Triple H got into it. They didn't say shit. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Uh, and he just pointed at the sign and people went nuts. Like they know how to do it, but it's almost like they're trolling fans. And it's funny that the fans that are there the most were the man that ones were bitching about it the most.
0: Okay. Okay. I actually have some exclusive clips that I want to play for you in a little bit. But I, can't wait. I want to first talk about this. OK, let's go in order. Stone Cold was the way, right way to open that show, because at the very least, it gets everybody the nostalgic feel. And you could see what did you say that they were chanting at Vince when uh, he was saying uh, shit to the crowd?
1: OK, I'm glad you brought that up. I almost forgot.
0: That was my favorite part of the whole show. Everybody
1: knows how much he hates the one fall chant it's been documented in the minute they tried to start when they gave him the plaque and they tried to start saying you deserve it <laughs> oh, don't start that now <laughs> like scolding <laughs> it's just like Shane in the corner both Shane and Stephanie just looked at him and thought they were gonna get you know the belt <laughs> I how just funny would, how funny would that be when they got ass whippings that they got hit with like the intercontinental belt <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't make me get the Intercontinental Belt, and for yeah, you, you know, Stephanie, uh, the Hardcore Belt <laughs> is leaving the best mark out there. He only he reserved the World Title for like severe ass whippings. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely for his illegitimate children, which again is a different story. Breaking news everywhere, everybody. We'll come back to it. I just want to say this: when you have Vince McMahon. And he is a person who really wants to be in control. More than anything, he wants to be able to tell the audience what to think and feel. And when the audience shows autonomy or the ability to think on their own selves, he gets way madder at you. Because it's like, how dare you cheer at me, Vince McMahon? And you're like, well, because they kind of realize you're the guy behind this and they love this product and this brand. And a lot of people paid a lot of money to come see you. So yelling out, yeah, you deserve it, is kind of like, we know you're going to get pissed at Chance, but we kind of love you, Vince. And for him to be like, I know, I'll double down on saying how dumb these motherfuckers are.
1: On the flip of a switch, though, that's what the great thing is about it, though. He kind of like, okay, they're, they're with me, so I just have to do this on a dime. And it was the oldest thing to do was just mm-hmm. to shit all over the town. You know, Brooklyn doesn't have a, a, a legitimate sports team. So yeah. that was that was out of the cards. So he just said how, I think, dirty. <laughs> so easy. And it got, you know, that's why the whole, you know, going back to, I just have, a, it's like a double-edged sword because the minute he came out, you're just like, fuck, he looks old. Yeah. Same thing with The Undertaker. Same thing with like, I mean, Stone Cold looked great. Yeah, You know, because considering he was, you know, all his injuries and stuff, you thought, wow, look, at he could probably go just by the way he looks. And I mm-hmm. think that's what you filter in on the, the first glimpse. You know, isn't Vince supposed to be blind at this point? You're like looking at his eyes like, no, 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 he's good. He's good.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, here's the nicest part for me about watching this show is I look at it and I say, it's never going to be the way you think it is. So maybe there's a benefit in just trying to enjoy the show for what it is. And what I tend to enjoy about this is Vince getting mad at a crowd makes me laugh. That, like, because you know, again, breaking kayfabe, you know that it's real and that he really hates you guys for laughing when you're not supposed to. Or, that or is the, when they
1: started saying, yeah, when they started saying the one chat, he got legitimately, that wasn't in any kind of script. Nope. And it's it's almost like, and it's almost like your your comeuppance that the fans hated that were in live attendance hated the show because guess what he hated how you were treating
0: him for a second <laughs> right.
1: so, boom
0: gotcha so okay so that's one part of it. Uh, Chris Jericho was asked if he felt that he was shortchanged on his appearance. I'll ask you first. Do you think he was?
1: Oh, how is he shortchanged? Look at how many more Alpha Club shirts he's going to sell because of that thirty second. The commercial basically that's how much do you think he got paid for that short amount of time?
0: I don't know, maybe you know I, what I mean. Do you think that they make like raw when they sell a, a, a like upfronts? Uh, that like Chris Jericho just bought 30 seconds and was like, uh, let me just borrow this. I want to sell some like, shirts,
1: like ad space for yeah. sure.
0: I don't know, man. I Chris Jericho put it up really, really nicely when he said, uh, you know, I did exactly what I wanted to do, no more, no less. And you think, yeah, that's about it. Like, he doesn't have to do shit anymore. He's just, it's all icing on the cake at this point well, on for Chris. It's Oco. also
1: a very unique position because he almost has him handcuffs because they know they need to use him because he's, he's been the hottest topic for the last six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? For for them just to show him, like, there's that there's that almost like CM Punk, like, Breach of or like, oh, we know that he's, Wait, what? Are you guys are down with this? Okay. Um cool. Like and it was just enough to see him. I don't know if that's really what he wanted to do. He probably pitched, you know, but that's the easiest work day he's ever had, I guess.
0: Well, think about this too. If he has to do a full countdown on a show that's ticking down the minutes and seconds because there's just so much show and he could potentially, mm-hmm. especially, well, think about this. If you're a guy Who's somewhat well-known with the process. He's been around it. He knows how the show goes. He knows if he goes long, new talent doesn't get their shit. And he seems to be one of the few people that actually cares about new talent. So I could see him being like, how long is it going to take for a countdown? How long is it going to take for the? Mm, yeah, that's all they want me to do is do a Y2J. That's been relevant for what? 18 years? Dope. Uh, okay, but
1: that, that, that segment puts Elias over. For that 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it kind of it buries him by putting him on the list in kayfabe. But then he goes out and gets put over by Cena. So what was more intense of the put over? The Cena thing, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Jericho's there for Jericho. I just think that Jericho did exactly what he wanted to do. Because if anything, when we're taking a nostalgia trip, at least that nostalgia trip was a year ago. Most of the nostalgia trips we were taking were 25, 30 years ago. And at the very least, it felt nice with the inclusion of him, him even being an old school person, uh, still having the relevancy of, like, hey, guys, I know maybe you haven't seen the most recent Raws, but, like, Jericho was kind of crushing it this past few years, so, like, tune in for him, because Festival of Friendship, I mean... Go watch it. Yeah, but
1: did, is that that forgettable, like, in a year amount of time? You know what I mean? We already have to be reminded so in there's nostalgia.
0: Let's discuss why they're doing this. They said that the main reason – this is reported by Sports Illustrated, so, you know, it's a real thing, right? Uh, they were saying the reason why they started with Stone Cold up top was they wanted to give it that nice, warm feeling to people who haven't been watching, who were casually turning in for the first time in ages. If that's the case, it's supposed to be a uh, – Review show, if you would. It's a clip show with live actors, I guess, is really what it is.
1: <laughs> it's just... That fucking Vaudevillain opening, of it, you know what I mean? It might as well have been black and white with the old-timey music. Really should have.
0: But I, I appreciated that. Okay, now let's get to the second part, which is... Double venues, which is kind of an odd thing to do. I thought they would have some kind of entertainment, or maybe it would be a longer show. Uh, but they were watching... The other show so they went Essentially to an after party Like event during The event
1: I don't know I think they should have Kimmeled it you know what I mean they should have started Out at Hammerstein then Halfway through the show just walked over to the Barclays Yeah I don't see what Nothing would have went wrong with that.
0: There was like a lot of people were hoping That the Undertaker was going to Show up at one venue do his Confusing promo then go All the way over Uh, to the Barclays Center, and I thought, that sounds like a great plan, except for the fact have you ever seen The Undertaker travel anywhere? Don't do it. (laughs) You know that it takes him 25 minutes to walk to the ring, period. That's That's why he went to the shorter venue, because at least there, that walk had to go very quickly. Like He tried to stall it out, and he's just like, shit, I gotta walk. (laughs)
1: The undertaking the undertaker hiking must be <laughs>
0: uh, hey uh, so tell me your thoughts on the the promo though uh, wh- what promo well
1: what i was it? really expecting like um a, a video of all the people that have died in the twenty five years of raws history <laughs> to, uh, to be to follow that like the immediately boy <laughs> <laughs> like, not even in the past year, but, like, in the raw 25. Oh, because
0: God. I really wish, I really wish that The Undertaker was charged as giving the speech that they give at the Academy Awards when they go, We've lost a few good souls this year. That's what it was. Ah, fuck. But That's all it could have been.
1: You know what I mean? Like, either that, I read a great meme. I can't remember what it was from. I hate discrediting, but it was like Undertaker cuts a promo asking if anybody's seen his hat and coat <laughs> from, <laughs> for WrestleMania. Like, it should have just been the revert. He put his stuff back on. That would have been actually kind of cool if they would have had his um, shit in the ring and he walked out and put it back on and said nothing. That would have been
0: way more poppable.
1: Yeah, but but then it would actually
0: commit him to having to do Mania, which I think they like towing this line of like, is he? Is he? Because the hard part about it is when you have someone who's a really solid speaker, they'll leave you with an era of confusion that you know that the person who's using like the words and saying them, they're in charge. This one was more like, has The Undertaker taken a few two concussions? Because like... Mm, i'm not sure he knows what he just said
1: it was almost like he was backtracking on his rest in peace he was just like um how are we gonna make this work oh people actually died okay we'll run with it it was just like not can he do the rumble it's sad yeah you know what i mean i mean was he talking about the ultimate warrior was he talking about like kayfabe like Let's give homage to the people that have passed in the last 25 years. And then it's just a streak footage reel. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. What did you want from that? Um, Like, honestly, your take on it.
0: I mean, I'll tell you personally, I just want him to be like, uh, Hi, I'm Mark. I'm done. We're good. It's been fun, everybody. I thought that was already done, though. I did, too. But when they said he was going to appear and everybody got really excited about it, I said, are we really going to do this again? are we going to do this all over? And then I watched War. the promo and I saw multiple, cause I didn't see it live. Uh, one of the benefits of living in California is everything. One of the detriments is you definitely don't see raw live. So when I saw the things go up, I saw the conflicting headlines saying undertaker serves a warning. And I was like, Ooh, does he? And then I see another one. that's like undertaker might've retired. They go, ah, oh, now are they pulling this bullshit And then I saw it immediately after and I go, "Mm, okay, all right. And then it only got weirder to me because when he does the walkout and he raises fist in the air and he doesn't have the benefit of like a hydraulic taking him back down to the earth, to the earth's core, where it all began, I guess is what you could say. It's just him standing there and being like, is this where they lower me? No take. You gotta just walk out. We don't. We haven't even turned off the lights, dude. You're kind of fucked. Everybody can see you. Oh shit. Okay.
1: So is that enough? Is nostalgia enough? You know what I mean? Is it hindering the gendering of the company? You know what I mean? It's. It kind of seems like it happens in spurts. Like we're supposed to be down with the storylines, but then here comes the rumble, and we're more worried about you know comebacks and surprise entrants other than. Going with the storyline and I think that's there might be too focused on, you know catching the people that only watched and was stone cold in the rock Oh, I used to watch. Yeah, I used to watch. I remember stone cold. No, okay So they got that audience, but what do you do after well, like let me nobody cares
0: this, though? I thought it was kind of fascinating that when all of these segments went and I was checking people's Instagram stories it was working because casual fans, as soon as they saw DX come out, were popping for them. As soon as they saw Stone Cold, they were on every single major media outlet out there. So to some extent, that nostalgia play does work. But if you're mentioning, does it play to the Royal Rumble? I mean, the honest truth answer of that is we can't really be sure. The only way you can really find out is to figure out what the metrics are for... Uh, social media integration and they kill it at that because they don't release how many people really are watching the Royal Rumble they just tell you how many people subscribe to the network so if that's the case it makes me wonder like we're in a new different day and age dude that's why like the minute this shit goes up like if you see it on the UFC you see right now I'm watching the set of fights in the background and what they're gonna do is they're gonna play the interview clips immediately after on the YouTube page but maybe about an hour into, like, uh, the next fight or something like that. But here's the interesting thing with the WWE. They know that TV makes for good and that the perpetual machine should cycle itself. So Jimmy Fallon was able to put up the, the clip of Triple H and Stephanie uh, doing their lip sync off with uh, The New Day. And when they do that, the WWE can put it up. You know why? Because they don't care who owns it. They just want you to see it.
1: Yeah, but they own the the product. So them doing their machine on their own, I mean, what kind of subsidiary play is that? Vince doesn't have time for that.
0: What they're doing is they're using the extra arm of The Tonight Show that normally wouldn't be seen by the WWE. And then when they can do those social media like did you know trivia things, they can literally put up the thing that said last week Raw was seen by 100 million people. Well, what they mean is… 100 million people could have been those 42 million people who tune in through the different channels, be it the Fallon show, be it uh, WWE's version of right. it. So, when you see all those things, and you see, like, The Undertaker making it confusing as fuck promo, uh, it makes me wonder, though. I don't know if you know this, Mike, but I usually have access to getting, I guess, some of the inside Clips of uh, there was a rehearsal for the Undertaker's speech. Believe it or not, I know it sounds weird that the Undertaker would have rehearsed his speech and that they would have brought him out earlier. But we actually have a recording of him uh, trying out a couple different ways of uh, promoting. Awesome for Raw 25. <coughs> Do you want me to go ahead and reel some of those?
1: I just want to make sure that it's okay to play it. You know what I mean? You got the the. Well, I guess that's what. <laughs> I, well, I guess that's what
0: the
1: magic of podcasting is you get to I'd say yeah, just now. podcast
0: to it and then see if something happens. <laughs> you know, it's just it's better to, what is it, ask for forgiveness than beg for something? I don't know. I didn't yeah, really right. listen to my right. I for thinking. I just played the clip. Alright, here we go. Oh, and I should preface this. Uh, these clips have been doctored. So Already? If, well, if you hear it and it doesn't sound like The Undertaker... Okay, just know that it's because we used a filter, so that way we are less liable, because you brought that up. Glad you did. Thanks for reminding me. Okay, there we go. You know, it's been many years since I've been in this ring. I've, uh, what's my line? Souls. The fuck is the. What am I? What am I talking about? Do I do I wear a hat for this or no? No. Okay. Uh, it's been twenty-five years of burying souls and hiding poles. Who, who who's writing? Like, do you know that the Undertaker doesn't really write? Just kind of. Can I be a badass in this one? All right. Give give me the badass. Let me. Uh, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. I'm just doing a bad Metallica now? Is that, what, is that what? Oh, I was bad Metallica then. Okay, just wanted to. Boop. Oh, yes. Is it... Should I not do my, uh, my Paul? I would... Percy would, uh... Oh, all right. Well, he would have give me permission to do it. Boop. And I will strike down upon thee with... Vent. We Someone's done that one? Okay. I, I don't really get to... The, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't get to the movies that much. So, I don't... I don't really know where those things come from. Uh... Boop. Hey, everybody. I just retired. That's it. I'm, uh, you know. Thunderbolt. <laughs> Earns. I'm a man. <laughs> so, uh... It's been fun. But, uh... My knee is about to give out when I walk down here. So, uh, excuse me while I crush some ibuprofen and, uh, cry myself walking out on out. Okay. What do you think of those? Very,
1: very candid. I didn't, I don't know who's leaking this. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to be in trouble (laughs) in the production truck for, uh. Putting that out
0: Did you appreciate that the instrument. Undertaker himself made the differences between the takes? Like he actually made the the boop noise himself. I, oh, somebody already did that. No, 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 no. That boop. was a, that was Undertaker. He wanted to really be the all encompassing. Whenever he like does a new take, he just goes, boop. Oh,
1: I'm a cowboy, called singing <laughs> in black. Raise your motherfucking fingers. Let me see where you're at. Let me point hey. this to you though. He, hey. at the very least, seemed more hey.
0: coherent in that than I think he did all night.
1: I That's the promo now. I even forgot what he said. Like, every time I think about Raw 25, I'm just going to think about the, the outtakes now.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, here's the nice part, guys. If you like the outtakes, we're happy to get them for you. It is highly illegal, but I'm sure we can get more. It's just, you know, you kind of have to tell us you want to hear them, so... Anyway, um all right, let's Ooh. move on to do you have any more notes about raw 25?
1: Yeah, no. <clears throat> I don't like how it's being remembered because we're supposed to yeah, the expectations are there and stuff, but what it's being really remembered about is for all those fuck fanboys that go to every single motherfucking show and think that they're part of the part of the show. You know, all the casual fans were probably happy to be there. But then right after the show, we get the slew of t- tweets from these spoiled. I, I can't even. I'm just going to say it. You know, this motherfucker. $850 Frank the Clown paid. And he's he was bitching about it. This guy's at every show. You know what I mean? And for him to complain and put himself out there was just like, what more? I don't even have to write anything. You know and when that even started if you would have asked me what my favorite raw moment was it's when Downey yanked that wig off of his head and I got the text message that he was running through the Thomas and Mack parking lot with the wig now in retrospect I feel kind of bad because Frank's really sentimental and that wig was everywhere with him and stuff, but for him to take to Twitter Like during the show about how ungrateful he was I mean Hashtag first world Fuckboy problems, right? Yeah. I mean, this is makes
0: me furious you know, is it the WWE's fault because they say things like that maybe people can take in the the form of what is this, the Travis Bickle or the King of Comedy or whatever Robert De Niro movie you want to take where they basically just hear it and they go the WWE universe is the WWE and they're like, that's me. I am the WWE because I think it's one thing to say I'm upset that they would give us more of a show and that I paid $850 to just sit there and watch a screen. No, he paid $850 to say that he's been there
1: and get that dumb clown face on fucking TV. That's all his juxtaposition has been the whole time. And we know that. And that's why... You know, I've been to a bunch of wrestling shows. I can find myself on the uh, some of the footage. I'm not that's not my gimmick I'm not bigger than the whole thing. You know what I mean? He's not like a character You know what I mean? And that's he's getting what he wants by You know being now he's in kayfabe and now he thinks he's like this Just become a manager at that point. Let's see if you can really fucking do it then you know what I mean? You don't have to piggyback off the Foley's I just, we just figured that he was getting free tickets You know what I mean? Now I feel really justified that fucking Brian took his wig. And if he's listening to this, that's what he gets for fucking going to Twitter and threatening him right after that. Like he's some kind of big shot. And then he's complaining about his fucking little ringside tickets. And I didn't get to keep the chair. I'm not going to be able to. And nobody's going to know what I sat on. Which can you imagine this fucking dining room table? Jesus.
0: I mean, I get really pissed when I go to an NFL game and they don't let me take the chair. Granted, if you go to Detroit, it kind of just falls out with you. So you really have to take it with you. So, Anyway, guys, I don't want to get too far into that.
1: My WWE seat cushion.
0: <laughs> God,
1: Judgment Day 2001.
0: Do you think anybody ever comes over to your house and goes, is that a 2001 Royal Rumble chair? Why, yes, it is. Oh, my God. Can I sit in that? Yeah, of course, dude. That's why I got it. I want to make okay. sure all the best asses sat on it. The big boss man actually took a dump on it, which is weird because he died before. Anyway, long story short. Big no, boss now
1: I play. feel kind of – no, because here's the rib on that. I have two chairs. I have an ECW chair, which I had to fucking EC finagle w- from the ECW reunion chair, the show that I had to finagle onto two airplanes. And this is pre – I don't know. This post 9-11, so they thought I was going to do some bodily damage with this thing, just be swinging open – Chair shots, but I went to a judgment day. I think it was when JBL and Eddie Guerrero were in their feud and when Eddie Guerrero got all bloodied up mm. We're sitting second row and my fucking fanboy of a brother Max noticed that the people in front of us was Eddie Guerrero's family because uh, I guess the internet had been a thing and They were watching Eddie's thing and about halfway through the match. It just got up and left mm. and all the chairs were left exposed so when they come by at the end of the show they're all stuck together so nobody will um they're all like uh, tied together so they come and cut it and so i there was an empty row of seats so i took one of the chairs and i swear to god it was vicky guerrero that was sitting in it i have to tell people that you know what i mean it was before so yeah that's my little so i kind of take offense to you talking shit about that because yeah vicky guerrero farted on my chair
0: excuse me <laughs> yeah, she that's said, how you knew oh she God. farted, but it's really confusing though, because you're like, oh, that's your bit. And She's like, no, 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 excuse me, I actually, I, I'm sorry, I just let one go on this. Fabe <laughs> hey, No, but so I was thinking
1: about if that's gonna be if I ever try to sell it, if that's gonna be how am I gonna get that over, and if people are gonna believe me or care.
0: I think you'll be okay. I think it's more so that y- I don't think you're doing it to be. Marvel's the collector, I think you're doing it because it was cool, it happened, and you want to take it with you. But there are some people who are definitely collecting experiences for the sake of saying, I was there. And that sometimes does lead you to believe that you're a character on the show. I'm the
1: million-dollar champ.
0: Like, what? Right. Anyway, I'll say this. To those of you who were there and you expected something different, I'm very sorry. But at the same point, you know, there is an unpredictability of card will change and the fact that it's the WWE and it's whatever the show's wants and needs are. And the nice part is you did get some cool things. You got some cool people that popped in there. You only got one match, which I think is kind of shitty. I was at very least hoping they would funnel you some more uh kind of matches in between the commercial breaks. But from what I'm re- I've read in the past, they've they've had this issue before. Um I don't know. Maybe they'll get it right by a raw 30.
1: No, If they would have done the whole poker stuff in the hammer, that if the Dudley boys, mm-hmm. that all the ECW stuff should have taken place over there. Yeah. All the vintage promos should have gone on over there. Yeah. All the like wrestling should have gone on the Barclays. That should have been the, I think they spent too much time. You know, I don't know what's cause maybe cause there's more seats, but I also think it goes back to what you were saying before. Um, they did a lot of other cool stuff that they didn't show on TV that you're like the Stone Cold promo. Mm-hmm. The Miz came oh, out the promo, at um, the Stone Cold promo was so good. But that was you have to do that. You had to find that online. And that yeah. just goes to what you were saying from before is like, OK, we did it. Go find it. And then it could be a part of the platforms they are using other than, you know, selling T-shirts on TV or appeasing the advertisers, which is just like you said, the day and age we live in, yeah. you know, and that's what they got. And that's what the fans got there. That's what they're so pissed off that they paid eight hundred and fifty dollars for. It's, it, it played right into the WWE's hands, you know. And another thing is probably the first Monday that there wasn't any football, so mm. they had just an open reign on any kind of TV ratings or however they do that these days. So
0: and they they did very well in the ratings. I think. It was cool. I like it was it was. I mean,
1: you watch it at home. Yeah, if you go, fuck, that's your fault. But all <laughs> I was there is the whole
0: thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, alright, let's transition. Um Vince made a promise. And this promise was that at the end of his big announcement he made the other day is that we won't see him when they really start the XFL. He's gonna take a back seat. Do oh, you shit. believe that? No. Why? It's just all that is is so he can make his
1: return. I wouldn't be surprised if he is a quarterback for a team.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said they're not going to do any WWE storylines, so it's going to be, that's not a story. That's not a storyline.
1: That's how he just removed himself (laughs) from WWE. Now he's solamente XFL. They'll wait for the first game, the last person to be, you know, they'll do the big introductions and here he comes.
0: (gasps) Oh my God. It's Vince McMahon. He hate me. (laughs) What? So hold on, I want to ask you this: Given that they're not going to have topical nature, it's going to be the all-American football league that rednecks really wish existed. That means you stand up for that anthem, you some bitch. No, what? there's
1: no social. There's no social issues. There's no more he hate me. It's going to be she don't hate me.
0: Mm, okay, but you said that there's not going to be any social issues, so that means no foreign issues with any other place. Oh, my God.
1: Like the the Russians are going to have a team?
0: No, I just want to make sure. I don't think it's going to be he hate me or she hate me. It's going to be. Hashtag me? No, she hating. <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ, Mike. I tried to open that up in the best way possible, and I didn't want it. To... The edibles the edibles just kicked in. Damn it. Jesus. <laughs>
1: You God, that was so long. So was like an kid. hour. That was like an hour ago. That's by a, the
0: way, you can recall anything, kid. <laughs> anything down, Yeah, go ahead and do drugs, kids. They're great for you. He, he hated me.
1: <laughs> he hated me. That's what it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no social I issues. was like at going full Kaepernick. Oh, this is my Kaepernick moment. I'm like, just so no, happy all of you guys get to hear. The very lax organization that we have for this. You want to do that joke? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, I'm setting you up, Mike. Any day An now. Hour
1: ago in comedy days, that's like oh,
0: I got a solid 15. You bullshit. know what it was? You literally undertakered that promo. <laughs> Boop. Um, he hating me. <laughs> and you will rest in line. Peace pieces. Nope. Nope, peace. There's in uh peace pie, love pie. Nope, that's another wrestler. Ah, oh, shit, you're right. Did I Boop. throw <laughs> Did I throw Mick Foley off uh, the cage or did he throw me? Oh Jesus. Let's get the doctors out here. Boop. Hey Ralph, I just hope they have um they
1: let them put um their names on the bottom of the jersey, so number four could have uh, turned down, and then um, on the bottom it could say what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's number four, right? Just making sure. That
1: sounded so forced, dude. And did, When I was talking was before, it was like, oh, it's so funny. It. it was
0: still forced then, but I still laughed. All right, serious issues, people. Vince man held a big press conference. You by now are aware of the fact that he's bringing back the XFL. My question to you, Mike Stallings, but why? <laughs>
1: I'm going to make
0: football great again. You would ask me if he's going to do this so he can bring back Colin Kaepernick. And my response is with that whole like him uh, saying that they're going to stand for the anthem, you know, doing a solid for his buddy Trump to show that he can make these players stand. Uh, I don't know, dude. I kept thinking, like, what's Tebow up to? Can he then try and poach, what's his face, uh, Tony Romo too? like, you know, two years is a lot of time, almost enjoying the best reviews of his career. He actually went to a postseason game. Do you see that? Is that what's going to happen? I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see what retirees are going to come out of uh, being retired to come do this or the people that they're going to try and scout. Honestly, they do need to try and scout younger talent because, 40 players, 10 teams, or is it 8 teams? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, I think it's 40 players, 8 teams. Like, you do that math, and it adds up very quickly. So, uh, yeah, they're going to have a championship and all that other sort of shit. It's uh, tentative to go down in the February-March time slot, probably more March, I would assume, in 2020. So, are you excited for this? Did you watch the XFL when it came out?
1: Like the first the only thing I remember from the old XFL is the kickoff or whatever that was a sprint to the football mm-hmm. and Jesse Ventura in a bandana like yelling at them. But so I'm not a big football fan and on the surface, you know, everybody's going to make jokes, you know, and how it's going to succeed or fail. But, you know, I heard a real interesting take. Um, I was listening to like top eight things you need to know about. It. I think it was from what culture mm-hmm. um. If Vince approaches this like how Lavar Ball is kind of approaching that European league, I don't know if you've heard about what he's trying to do by giving younger players a different avenue than college to, you know, go play two years in an organized professional sports league and actually get paid. You know, that's been the whole argument for college football players that they put them, putting themselves at risk while the schools are at the financial gain. Why while they don't get, you know, you have heard all the horror stories about what these, you know, the athletes go through. So if Vince can make this some kind of profit for both sides. And if he pays the players accordingly, then would it be a bad thing to start recruiting, you know, really good football players at a high school that kind of want to have an alternative to, you know, going to college and. Going through the motions of maybe not making the NFL, and you know you can be showcased, you could be on TV, you can get endorsements, you can do all the things that you wouldn't be able to get. I think it's more of a play at college football than it is at the NFL. The only thing it's doing in the NFL is giving you an alternative during the off season, and that that can do well. That can only help the NFL, like you're saying, bringing back retirees. You know, then they can do a retrospective video and show all of his greatest. You know what I mean? They can get a bit. He's almost he's going to be in bed with him at some point. So, I mean, yeah, it's fun to be like, oh, that was such a failure. And I mean, but he just – they pulled the trigger on it so fast. There was no time. He's like, we're doing it and then just go. He's got two years now to to really work this thing out. You know what I mean? I don't watch football, but the dynamics of it, you know, it's interesting. It's the timing of it, you know what I mean? A week before the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Here we go. It's football, football, football. And all the purists are going to be like – Oh fuck! I mean, is fucking tiddlywinks. wings. But you also have another flip side arguing why football's bad. So the only thing that could fuck it up if they make it flag football. I don't know how they're gonna do avoid this whole concussion issue when they their main issue in the WWE is wellness and concussions. Uh, that, well,
0: crazy. did you not see my joke that I put up? Mm-mm. Ah. According to a new report, the NFL had more than 281 concussions diagnosed in 2017. Challenge accepted, said the XFL. Exactly. Like, at, would it be safer without helmets? You know what I mean? Well, Vince said he's going to listen, to. And this is my favorite Vince. The one that's like, hello, everybody. I'm Vince Command. And I'm trying very hard not to use my angry Vince voice. Come, listen as I... Use my down gruff to walk you through all of the things that I really don't want to do. Such as listening to you, the fans. Shit. Oh, they chant. Oh, these Anyways, um, yes, ask questions. We have two years to get it right. I think we can do it. Don't you?
1: You're rehired.
0: By the way, <laughs> Mike and I had a real conversation off air that I would like to just bring up the crux of it. Which is, if Vince McMahon fires you and you tell your friend, does the friend go up to you and say, are you sure? Like, what do you mean? Vince fired me, dude. And it's like, well, you know how Vince kind of like, did he say, hey, you're fired? Or did he say, you're fired? Because if he didn't say it like that, then you're not really fired. Are you sure? I, I don't know, dude. I really don't.
1: Do you think he does, like, an impression of Trump saying it? Like, he just has to really dumb it down?
0: Uh, Let me see. This is is a multi-tiered one. This is Vince doing Donald Trump. And we have all the best, all the best wrestlers. And guess what? You're fired. Bigly. Bigly. (laughs) Wow. You know what it is? They do blend together surprisingly Mm -hmm. well. It just... It takes me a moment when I put it in the, the impression machine in the brain. And I think at one point, and I kid you not, Mike, when I said, Go, go, gadget, <sighs> go, go, gadget, Vince and Trump at the same time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like the inner workings of my brain were like a submarine with water breach. And it's like, boop, 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 warning, warning, sir. If you go through with this impression, we might combust. I know, we've got to do it. Mike promised to the people. <sighs> and, then,
1: and then Dana White floats by the window and you're just like, shit.
0: Hey, you fucking dummy. Nobody does a fucking Trump impression without calling me. Fuck you. By the way, go listen to episode, what, three? Is it what I do all three? I don't remember. <laughs> the dinner. The, the dinner. The diner scene. Everybody remembers. The movie Heat has their diner scene. We have our diner scene. <laughs> uh, okay. Going back to XFL. Here's what I'll say. I watched very fleeting amounts of it because I knew it was going to be bust. At the time, I didn't even like football as much. But now I kind of understand. It's a thing in America and blah, blah, blah. You don't stand. You're a fucking terrible person. Blah 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 blah. All that sort of stuff. Because it's great. That's the beautiful part of our country. You have the freedom to do whatever you want, and then have people hate you accordingly. So who hate you? He hate you. Oh. But now no, you know why he hate. Oh, she? she hate me. Uh, but no, it's she hate you. 2018, because now he became a she, and she became a he. No, show you. <laughs> the it
1: hate you is the. <laughs> no means no. Oh it's going to be one.
0: Millennial XFL is the hashtag we have to make work. Lit. Lit too. Um all right. So anyway, woke,
1: woke one.
0: Here's the thing that's really interesting about the XFL is nothing. It's mostly going to be a time that bypasses everything. But you were saying this, you or I don't know what it was. Somebody asked me, I'm sorry. They said, "Hey man, what does it matter?" And I said, what do you mean? They go, well, wasn't it a terrible property? And I go, don't you understand? This is the era of reboots. Right now, we are living in a world where Roseanne's coming back in a few weeks. Then they've already just signed a Cagney and Lacey reboot, which who is no. begging for that? And guess what, motherfuckers? Get ready for a Magnum P.I. again because they want to make it happen. Are so you they, serious? I'm. This is all 100% true. All of these have gone... Uh, from past the uh, The pilot stage
1: okay. Is Lacey going to be transgender? Mm.
0: <laughs> Actually it would be great If it was just one person Cagney and or Lacey She has like a, a Kind of well, What is it? Oh god it's that girl Orphan she Black just... Sort of vibe to it Where it's just her playing multiple roles I'm Cagney No I'm Lacey
1: Like How much better would Groundhog Day be If he woke up every time And he just didn't know his pronoun
0: <laughs> so anyway when they said like but it's not a good property I go that doesn't even matter dude they're going to reboot every property that has some name value because especially those shows that used to get only 16 million and were in the top 40 are still 16 million more than most shows get these days if a show gets 16 million right now it's The Walking Dead and it's a major hit and A Walking Dead show is now on cable so all the rules are rewritten where networks are saying, all right, you motherfuckers, we're going to go deep into our bench and we're going to pull out our big guns. Roseanne, get back out Arthur. So, The
1: there. It's a Jumanji effect.
0: It's that, but I mean, reboots and remakes are always going to happen. And sometimes, should... you know, dude, I was staying up last night watching 21 Jump Street. That's as well as you can do a remake and a reboot.
1: Should he have named it something different? No,
0: no. I mean, it's not
1: extreme.
0: Because here's the thing. Now they're not going to run from it. This is Vince at his most stubborn. And when he says that he's the most like the Stone Cold character, this is the area I kind of believe for him because he fancies himself as somebody who's not going to give in to the conventional standards and that he's going to give you football unlike any football you've ever seen. So when he tried to do that the first time, he tried to make it all extreme. People were like, eh, I'm not so interested. But now he senses a weak point in the NFL's ether where people are tired of the game getting watered down. They're tired of people are not standing. The ratings went down by 9%. And by de- eliminating, like, some of the football element, Raw can continue to thrive. It's an excellent suicide bomber mission. Absolutely. And- I do wonder if Vince's overall plan is to not only make a a name for himself, you know, in football would be nice, but like in Trump's America, where Trump could be president and rebrand himself, there was a great article that said, you know, it's straight out of the Donald Trump playbook of, you know, Trump's America gave way to the XFL to return. And at first, when I read the headline, I go, "Eh, maybe And I read the article and I go, yeah, sure. President pussy grabber does his thing and now vince mcmahon's getting accused of sexual assault and mike we were talking about this when we went to air and they don't have enough details on it but we can comment on what apparently is alleged at the moment and if it is real and it very well could be um is it surprising that vince would do that
1: no we all were waiting for it you know it you know and what the joke was like when they go to actually make this, did they just show about 20 minutes of footage that they had in the archives of everything in the network, basically from the Attitude era? I mean, the whole "kiss my ass" thing—that was the thing where he was in a tanning booth. Did he come out with the towel wrapped around his waist, and the employee was just like, "Uh-oh, you know what comes next? Are you? I'm a member of this fitness club. Are you ready? I just again. Are you ready? <laughs>
0: Again, it's it's a very – it's a serious situation, but it's one that you do look at and you say, is somebody concocting a story that is it's similar? It's not, though. It's not concocting a story. You don't think so?
1: No, no, no. It's not a big deal. I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean it's, talk about watered-down football. Wasn't this, Isn't this just right after too? You know what I mean? I think they're just taking shots, like you said, allegations. Like they had to deal with the – we didn't even talk about Enzo, the timing of that, you know, on the biggest media day before, other than WrestleMania, they unleashed that. Now, they try to piggyback off that by unleashing this right after the XFL announcement. Like, this is getting like. So,
0: here's these the. patterns are weird. Here's the twofer on this one. The first issue was the Enzo thing coming to light and the WWE probably getting super pissed that he just didn't bring it to their attention, which makes perfectly good sense because that's a really serious thing to accuse somebody of. And there's apparently, depending on where you're reading this from, but there's apparently somebody that says they can absolve him of guilt, like he's actually innocent and they have proof of it, which is always a strange series of words clunked together, but okay. Let's hope he's innocent. Let's hope you know nobody was actually really taken there, but let's hear the story as well. On the opposite side, looking over at Vince's allegations, The key thing that's really interesting about that particular bring up is the fact that Vince said that nobody can compete in the NFL or the XFL who has a criminal record. That is interesting because when they thought about getting Johnny football to come on out and do that, he can't do that with a criminal record. So that means no DUIs, all that sort of stuff. And it made me think because everybody was thinking, well, what happens when you get somebody beforehand? I said, uh, 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 what happens when they do it during the season, or once they become an NFL player, or XFL, sorry. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Is I, it's a, asking for a world of hurt. They get
1: put on SmackDown.
0: <laughs> they go to 205. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That should be the the, the <laughs> domestic prison is 205 line. <laughs> Anyway, all right, here are my little closing thoughts on this. I feel like they unfortunately have this idea that Vince McMahon very well could have done something, and, uh, I mean, man, these things never sound good. You always hope that the accuser is okay and mental health is good and that everybody's, you know, if she was sexually assaulted, (sighs) fuck it, yeah, she should be heard. On the same side, if Vince didn't do it, it is incredibly terrible timing uh, that they would try and tie that in together, especially after Enzo and him allegedly losing a shit to that. And more importantly, uh, with the fact that he was trying to do this sort of speculate or stipulation for the XFL. Having said well, that, I get the impression right now, though, dude, that they're going to downplay it and they're going to say it never happened. in a continuation oh, for sure. of form because they said that I guess the lawyers were already saying that there was no substantial proof. Uh, which is a strange thing, also to
1: ask. Uh, well, that's, the, that's the blurred line with this whole thing. Like a criminal record doesn't equal allegations. I think we're in, living in this weird headspace to where an allegation is enough. There, you know, mm-hmm. proper trial and proven until found or innocent till found guilty. All that nonsense has gone out the door with these. Once somebody gets accused, and especially on such a level of louis ck or like any professional athlete or a weinstein it's just that's a wrap immediately because the track record you know it's almost like social it's like a social audit it's like where we're heading you know i mean you're gonna have to have social credit and at this point does it matter vince mcmahon is i mean he's you know does it matter for trump i mean these guys are you know, such patriarchs of what they're doing that it doesn't feel like no matter what you accuse them, you're just like, yeah, that makes sense, but we're already this far in, so you know, we're just going to have to deal with it and take it as it comes, especially for a rabid fan base that want more football and more stunners and, oh, it's a curb stomp (laughs) again. Like, shit. So I don't want to be long-winded with that, but, I mean, it's happening so fast. You know what I mean? You almost don't have time to blink or breathe and that's what we're almost falling victim of but like you said the retrospect is like the new thing You, everybody you know jump into the fire then when you put it out and look back at the damage you're like oh this could have been avoided maybe but i mean it was fun to watch not yeah. to downplay fires or anything that was the worst mm-hmm. analogy
0: ever but yeah
1: i think you get what i'm saying
0: so anyway guys more as that story develops um but we wanted to come at you with a review of roth 25 which by the way is celebration congratulations to them because that's a big achievement i mean uh, they are going to try and continue going on to always be the longest running scripted show and continue setting those kinds of records uh and i think they're now moving to that area where they're going to be in the same echelon of uh staples for television like you know your 60 minutes meet the press all those things that are way more quote unquote important um But that is uh, no small achievement. And we will be uh, watching the Rumble at some point tomorrow. We'll rendezvous back to talk with you about that and when Ronda Rousey shows up, even though she's not. So there's that. Uh,
1: Okay, quick. Who do you got winning?
0: Guys. Okay. I would love to see uh, Nakamura win it, but I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on that. I I want D. Bryant. I think Daniel Bryan's going to win. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. And then women's, do you have a pony in that?
1: Um, The more I listen to things, I think Becky Lynch is going to win.
0: That's a good pick. You know who I've got?
1: She. (laughs) She Hate Me wins the Rumble?
0: No, just she, because she hate me. That's why she's going to win.
1: She hate that. Oh, that she's going to win?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And you know what happens when she goes to Raw?
1: (laughs) I what Chill that
0: boom <laughs> did it i connected it all guys all of your how 2000... raw is it <laughs> i'm gonna leave that joke out there anyway i think that's gonna do it for us this week uh on behalf of myself thank you guys for listening in to heel section we'll see you guys very soon one tweet me
1: we are the center bones. We can't stand it. No, we can't stand it. We can't stand line? Out, well. to... I don't know the words for the raw thing, and I, I don't know. Is that the well, theme is best?
0: Here's what I always say. the raw, it's the raw, it's the raw. See so you me. do that one. Raw, I do the, whoa, whoa. Because I'm always like, God, there are always bands I fucking hate. And then they, they get the raw song. my generation. Green
1: Day when I don't even...
0: God. <laughs> They're all bad. Billy Joe. <laughs> don't do it. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Hop along if you
1: like. <laughs> watching the graph tonight, cause I'm crappy. <laughs> happy. I'm gonna save that one.